Recovery Ninja, and I'm really excited to have here a friend and client with me today, Joseph Fleck. Um, I'm, I really wanted to interview Joe because um, he is the kind of client that we all look forward to having in terms of understanding that there's some health challenges, um, but then also taking responsibility for your health and being decisive and being very coachable. Um, and I always find that it's very uh, enlightening and revealing when you uh, can identify with someone else who, like yourself, you may have had a lot of similar ch health challenges. And he can, we can kind of go through Joseph's story and see where he's at now and, and get some good feedback. So, Joe, thank you so much for being here today. You're welcome. Thank you, Dr. Joe. Yeah. So, so what I'd really like to kind of get started with is maybe a, a little bit of stroll down memory lane in terms of why, you know, you got into the, the area of taking care of, you know, not, not so much taking care of your health, but knowing that there was a problem, what was the problem before we started really working together or before you looked at changing your life, what was not working in your health? Sure. Uh, well, I'm a 60 year old construction worker. Uh, Recovered alcoholic and drug abuser uh, with nine years, just about nine years sobriety. So uh, approximately 36 months ago, you know, after, you know, after oh, about six and a half years of sobriety, I was feeling really good, you know, hadn't had a hangover or really been sick in six years. But so I started uh, thinking, you know, what, what, what else could I do to, you know, improve my health? You know, uh, I was still overweight, uh, probably 248 pounds. Uh, today I'm 213. Um, so I started just, just surfing the internet and I got into a ketogenic lifestyle. Uh, and through that, I started going down other rabbit holes, you know, and uh, eventually led me to you and uh, the epigenetics and the nutrigenomics and, and just, you know, so many rabbit holes to go down to and not enough time. Yeah, well, no, listen, I, thank you for the honesty. I know that's, you know, when I get on the call with someone and we talk about, hey, they're like a type A or there's, addictions and compulsions in their family or even their themselves with with that i mean number one thank you for for being honest and forthright and number two obviously commendable in terms of seeing the writing on the wall i'm guessing and knowing like i can't survive like this for very long i need to i, I need to have a bed so was there a specific wake-up call that you had joe that made you realize okay i can't continue down this road uh, yeah it was Probably my work, you know, I, I construction worker. I'm up and down a ladder, climbing in ceilings and everything, and you know, and it just was beginning to get, you know, hard to hard, harder to do, you know. And, and now, you know, after 36 months, uh, you know, I, um, I got 16 months left to retire, and I'll probably be in better shape when I retire than when I started 35 years ago, you know. Right. Right. So, so it was just uh, not being able to keep up with your, your daily act life. Like just, yeah. you felt safe on, uh, unsafe on the ladder. Were people noticing problems with you? Were you, I mean, you didn't hit really rock bottom per se, right? It wasn't right. like you no, were down was, out kind was, of thing. It was personal, personally, uh, no, you know, I, I can still keep up with the best of the guys that work, but it was just personally my high, my standards, you know, I, you know, were, my work was slipping. I could see that, you know, and, um, also, you know, I I went to a a rock concert and uh, I was you know taking you know it was a three day thing. I was taking a nap and someone took a picture of me and showed it to me later and I said that's not me and they go yes it is and I, 
you know, I was laying down on the ground with my back to the camera, and I said, that's not me. And then I realized how big I was, you know, and I was like, wow. And it just hit, you know. You know, it, it took a long time to get that way, and it took me a long time to realize it, you know. Gotcha. Okay, well, that's good. I mean, we always need to have some kind of realization that the path we're on is not working. I always tell the people I work with, I mean, you can't force someone to do it. I can't care more than you do in getting you better. You got to come to that realization. For some, it's something like that. And for other people, it's more destructive in terms of, you know, the, the wake up call is they're in jail or they're in the hospital or they're homeless. And so kudos again for you in, in that way. Um, as far as, um, so what can you say like, what were some of the starting challenges besides the addiction and realizing that this is not what you want, this is not you, was that, I mean, what were some of the things in your health that wasn't working, like brain fog, focus, fatigue, not, you know, what were, yeah. There was fatigue and, and, the, and the brain fog and just the inability to bend over and tie my shoe, you know, uh, without holding my breath, you know. Uh, now I... <laughs> I told somebody the other day, you know, I finally put my pants on without holding on the other day, you know. Uh, I mean, that, that made my, that was simple things that make my day. I don't have to hold on to the, you know, the, a chair to put my pants on anymore, you know. Uh, right. So, okay. So then as far as there was just the physical inability to do things, obviously, um, and then as far as did you go like a lot of people will do what they normally like would, would normally do like, okay, I'll go to my doctor. And I'll just go to the, what's covered with my insurance and why not go that route? So did you uh, initially go down through, hey, I'll go get a physical, I'll go see what's going on, they'll tell me what's up kind of thing? Like, what did you do from there? No, you're probably the first doctor I've seen since I got out of the Army 40 years ago. Um, that what happened with it, what changed my life is they, they uh, opened up a gym right across the street from my house where I could see it out the window. You know, and it was like, well, you can't really say it's too far to go or I don't want to get in the car and drive there because you, it takes 45 seconds to walk there, you know? Wow, okay. And, and right. I, I guess I shamed myself into going, you know? Uh, and, I, you know, I started going, uh, and I, you know, in the construction business, you're off work for periods of time. And, I, you know, I started going every morning and I started feeling better. And, you know, the, the weight started coming off. Next thing I knew, I was down, you know, 10, 15 pounds and, and after that, the next thing I know, I was standing there by the door at five o'clock in the morning waiting for them to open the gym every day, you know, and uh, it, it just snowballed. And then I got into the ketogenic lifestyle and, you know, and I, I, I felt good, you know, and I remember you asked me, uh, you know, how, how do I feel, you know, after halfway, you know, through working with you. And I said, well, I felt good when I started working with you because, you know, right. because, you know, I mean, you know, 38 years of uh, alcoholism and drug abuse, you know, you, after so many years, you know, and then living a better lifestyle and exercise. And, you know, I, I, I felt good, you know, but I knew I could feel better. You know, I knew I wasn't, right. what I, I knew I, I wasn't where I wanted to be and I had to do something about it. So I started, you know, I hired a coach and kept him for eight months and ended up losing 40 pounds. And uh, then I decided I could do it on my own, but then I back, you know, I, I kind of backslided a little bit. I, you know, procrastinated. Next thing I know it was a, 12 months went by before I, you know, after I quit working with the coach and, you know, and then it was 14 months and then, but I was still at the same time studying, you know, everything I could, you know, eat, you know, get on ketogenic, still eating properly and exercising, but I just knew something was missing, you know? 
So I, I just kept going down them rabbit holes, and it eventually led me to you. And, uh, you know, as they say, the rest is history. I started working with you. Yeah, so a couple of things in there. I mean, a, a couple things that I find that some people never get are those those accountability mirror, right? Looking in the mirror and being accountable. And that's some, I mean, sometimes like I, I'm listening actually right now to that David Goggins book on tape. And he talks about like, you know, being honest with what you see reflecting back at you and not sugarcoating it. And, and you know, and I think that's what you're saying right now is like, look, I, I, this is not who I am, who I see myself. And I shamed myself in the sense that like, I kind of like gave me that pep talk, like, get, you know, do something about it, which, which is great. I, I think a lot of people need, have to do, if you're going to change, you have to have that change. You have to have that flip being switched. So, but I'm curious to know, Joe, like not everyone listening to this would say, well, I haven't been to the doctor since, you know, and for, you know, since, you know, military days, like, what was it? Were you just not a doctor goer? Or did you not like what they had to say? Like, what was it about you not wanting to do that? Fear. Fear of what they might say. You know, right. Uh, my father passed away at 60. And that was the, at that time when he passed, that was the record for his side of the family for males, 60 years old. Right. You know, I'm 60 and three quarters now. So, you know, I've, I've lived longer than my father did. You know, his father, right. his father died at 35, his brother died at 35, 47, you know. So it was right. fear. Basically, it was fear, you know. And right. then I overcame, you know, you know I, I've got a support program now for my alcoholism and drug abuse. And I also have coaches now and mentors, you know, which I didn't have before. You know, I, I have spiritual mentors, financial mentors, you know, health mentors, you know, and. Uh, the, the main thing was uh, admitting I need, I, I need help, you know, and that I don't, I don't know, I don't know everything. You know, I heard a quote one time from uh, Bruce Springsteen that he said his father shared with him and, and told him, you know, it's time to quit dreaming about the man you want to be and be the man you dreamed about, you know. And, yeah, that's cool. Uh, that, that made it impact me when, we heard, when I heard that, you know, and, and now I, you know, I keep my eyes open, you know, and, and I'm always looking to improve myself. Well, no, that's, that's, that's a prerequisite. Uh, you have to have that. You have to have that burning desire. And was there something like in terms of like you felt like you were missing out on? Like what was the big why behind that? That was the big, I, I, you know, I deserve more. I want more. Like what, what was the driving force behind that? Probably my support program for alcohol. And when I, when I learned to ask for help, you know, and, you know, and, and I like to tell the guys that I, you know, in my meetings that, uh, you know, I, I mastered the art of despair and, and hopelessness, you know, and, and now I'd like to see how happy one human being could be, you know, and, and you know, so far, I'm, I, I, I can still stand the happiness, you know. Uh, um, yeah, I, I got to tell you, like, for me personally, I obviously I had my own fatigue, exhaustion, burnout problems. And one thing I've recently I've learned about myself um, is, you know, the inability to ask for help. And, and, and a lot of the times we suffer in silence. We don't want to burden anyone. Um, we we kind of get attached to that loneliness or whatever it may be, you know, in terms of, so I guess, again, it's great that you, what was it that you, you just felt like when, once you asked for help and then the light bulb went off in terms of, okay, there's people out here that aren't only just helping me, but I can leapfrog their knowledge so that I don't have to learn it on my own. 
um, and, and I could accelerate my learning curve by helping them. Like, was was that something you always had, Joe? Because not everyone has that, right? It, it, yeah, I've always had the, uh, you know, uh, that, I don't know, need to help people. You know, I, I, when I got out of the military, uh, I went into uh, coaching youth football on, on, uh, here in my hometown, and I have to play on the very first team ever uh, that my hometown had in 1969. Uh, and then ended up, 25 years later, being a head coach of the team, I was the first, you know, 10 year old on. And, uh, and, and also, you know, with the family history and everything, you know, uh, my dad had a stroke, my younger sister had a stroke. Uh, I thought I could help my family, you know, with, right. this, with this knowledge. That's, you know, uh, we talked earlier about Katsu training. That's one thing uh, I'm getting into right now because it, it, it's supposed to have benefits for uh, Alzheimer's and dementia. And my mom has to be suffering for that now. So I'm, I'm, you know, hopefully the stuff I'm learning that I've learned from you and the stuff I continue to learn might, you know, help her out a little bit, you know, so, and then my, and then my, I have five sisters who, who, you know, this Alzheimer's is on the fa the female side of the family. I don't want to see my five sisters go through that. So it's always yeah. been that need, that need to help. Yeah. I, I, again, like I'll, I love doing these for, I always say I do these selfishly because I love to get these little take homes for myself. But um, at the same time, what, what is driven home for me is with the most successful clients that I work with, there's a why in terms of um, what's driving them. Like you realize it's not only for me. This is my passion is to get myself better, feel as happy as I can be and share that uniqueness with other people that may have, you know, some challenges that I can help them with. Um, and, and that has to be there. It can't be just, okay, I got to get rid of this because I don't want to feel crappy anymore. It's got to be, I got to feel awesome so that I can, you know, approach my mission. I can approach my purpose, what I'm on put on this planet to do, which is always going to be more energetically driving than the, I got to get rid of this. So I think that's a, a huge lesson. One thing I want to do before we get into the Katsu stuff is talk a little bit, if it's okay with you, if I share just a little bit of the finding of the, um, one of the main challenges that we saw um, with your blood work, if that's okay. Sure, I don't um, yeah, and, and really we saw the iron overload, right? And, um, I, and I would say the reason as soon as you said, like, and reminded me that everyone died at 60 or younger, um, to me, that's probably because of the family trait, the genetic predisposition of iron overload. When iron overloads, it oxidizes just like um, rust on a car. And if you don't have a good antioxidant system, then everything in the body oxidizes cell membranes. And then you have a lot of cardiovascular challenges and blood flow problems and boom, that's what happens. So um, maybe let's talk a little bit about what we've done to help that. Like what, what has been part of our protocol to make sure that that doesn't ever really become the main challenge for you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, exercising has been a big thing, you know, uh, as you know, I I built a nice workout room in my uh, in my house, and and uh, you know, and having that addictive personality, the more I exercise, the more I want to. You know, I mean, just because <laughs> just because I don't drink or do drugs anymore doesn't mean I'm still not a, an addict. You know, I can still get that obsessiveness and uh, uh, sub supplementation, uh, diet, and you know, just uh, better living. You know, a, uh, 
sure has been a, a big thing like you know like i said I, I i get up in the morning every day uh ready for a new adventure you know i mean i life is not a challenge anymore it's an adventure you know uh nine years ago when i you know it was a challenge to get out of bed every morning and get up and go to work you know uh I, you know, even though in 16 months I'm eligible for retirement, I probably will work another three years, you know. Um, right, right. And you've taken up playing the guitar and you're, you're, yes. you're doing a lot of this. So, so what I was getting at, though, Joe, was one of the main things that we recommend for someone that has those iron overload or iron dysregulation or inability to quench those free radicals. Um, and deplete all your antioxidants is to donate blood, right? Uh, yes, yes, yes. What, what we, yeah, so what we want to do is um, be able to dump that iron um, and get it into a respectable, say, 75 to 100. Um, where on the lab test, I, I mean, I don't know if you were aware of this, but on the lab test, it shows from a lab range 30 to 400 from a lab range for ferritin. Right, and right. And there's, there's more research showing that it should be, you know, between 50 to 75 or even lower. So one of our barometers of how you're improving, whether or not you feel great or not, is objectively on the blood test and say, hey, we're, you know, we're getting into the red here again. Um, we need to bring that down. So how often are you going for that? For the blood test? Yeah, for the blood draw. Um, every four months, probably. Every four months, yeah, and I and I and we have we have a consult today, so I I haven't looked at your blood work yet. So, but typically, what I would do is I want to know, okay, where's our blood draw now? Where are we on our ferritin levels now, um, so that we can, you know, we've implemented exercise, we've been implemented nutritional strategies, we've looked over your other genetic susceptibilities to be able to make some recommendations for supporting neurotransmitter production. Um, I guess what would you say to the person that you know, thinks as me as I introduced myself earlier as the adrenal fatigue recovery ninja, but then, you know, pretty much telling you, hey, Joe, like it goes down to the cellular level. It's not just the adrenals. Um, what, not knowing what you know now, what would you tell someone else that says, well, um, you know, I, 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 I don't, I think I don't have, like my problem is just more stress and adrenals. And all I need to do is take like an adrenal supplement and, and I'll fix this. What would you, what would you tell that person? Well, uh, working with you, Dr. Uh, Joel, I've learned that there's so many different aspects that, you know, that control, uh, you know, your pathways and everything that, you know, if, you know, one thing is out of kilter here, it could cause a little bit over here, you know, you, you have to more look at the big picture, uh, you know, not just, you know, no, it's usually the one thing is not the root cause, you know, it's, right. it's, not, it's a combination of things, you know. Right, right. So, yeah, I mean, the other thing we saw, too, which wasn't always on my radar up until a couple of years ago, was the factor of oxalates, um, where oxalates are basically plant-based compounds that are very um, energy depleting and can create a lot of musculoskeletal pains, um, fibromyalgia. Maybe let's talk a little bit about that, because I know that was a big part of um, you know, like, even though, Hey, I, I would ask you, Hey, Joe, what's going on? Like, no, I feel great. But, but yeah, yeah. Like my hip hurts or my thigh hurts. Right. Like, so tell us a little about some of those other things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was one of the things we uncovered uh, through our, uh, you know, through our working together was the, the low oxalate diet. You know, I was eating healthy and, uh, you know, I was eating spinach every day, you know, and olives and everything, the great ketogenic, you know, foods. And then when you, you know, uh, 
enlighten me about the low oxalate diet, I looked on, you know, on the, on the sheet, the, the reference sheet you gave me, and it, right there on the top, spinach, you know. So, uh, you know, I eliminated spinach. I eliminated olives. It sure as uh, heck, you know, in a, within a few weeks, the, you know, the pain in the leg started going away, you know, and it was simple as that. Here I thought I was doing something healthy, which, again, goes back to the big picture, was causing something else something somewhere else, you know. So, you yeah. know, it, it's hard to, you know, it's hard for the layman like me to, you know, read this and diagnose it without having a, a medical coach or a you know, health coach. Yeah. Well, you know, the good news is, is that like you'd already been feeling better. You'd already know what feeling crap feels like for 35 years and you'd already made the changes and you went with one coach that got you so far and then you, you decided to go to the next level. And I always tell people, Joe, that they're so close yet so far there may be one or two things that they're missing that that can broke, break it wide open and, and continue the, the onslaught of improvement. And that gives people hope. Like, you know, like what you're doing is not for naught. Like you're doing a lot of healthy things, but you're missing the, the, the tool. The hammer is no longer for the nail anymore. You know, you have to do something different. And, and I think for you, um, iron overload was a huge one for sure. And oxalates was another huge one. And if you look at the pathway behind me, um, it really what both those things do is they stimulate your mast cells and then your mast cells stimulate your histamines and then your mast cells stimulate your HPA axis. And if that is not working well, you can have an adrenal based, you know, overstimulated fatigue, crash in the middle of the day type of problem. And, um, and then you would do a saliva test and see that your adrenals were either low or high. You would take a supplement to either make them lower or higher in the opposite direction. And like many people I talked to, they didn't fix the problem because they didn't look at the, the right highways, so to speak. So um, you've done that. You've done that, which is great. And, and so as far as now, I'm really interested in finding out about what you were talking about with Katsu. Um, let's talk about what it is. Let's talk about what it does, um, and and let's talk about how people can benefit from it. Uh, well, what I've learned so far is Tatsu training is not blood flow restriction; it is blood flow moderation, where the arterial flow goes into the limb and the venous flow comes back from the uh, from the limb towards the heart. And as you put the uh, the pneumatic bands on your on your proximal points, which is the end of the limb, or either on your arms or your legs. And then you do very lightweight exercise. It simulates heavy exertion, you know. And it, what it does is you have a uh, pooling of blood in the arms or the legs, which uh, allows you to train the fast twitch and the slow twist, twitch muscles at the same time, which usually you can't do that. One is for endurance. One is for quick explosiveness. Now you can do this at the same time, which is, you know, good for your time constraints. And, uh, then, it all, then as you do that, it, it, it kind of uh, simulates and tricks your mind into re reducing growth hormone, right? Which then in turn uh, builds muscle. And, and, when, you're, and when, you know, when you're done with the moderation training, you, you have better circulation through your arms and legs. And it expands the capillaries in your extremities, which sometimes, you, you know, as you get older, the blood doesn't get there. And, you know, what that does is just overall improve your circular circulatory system and your cardiovascular system and your nervous system and all kinds of you know, great things happen for your body for sure and especially someone like you like let, let's take those two triggers like oxidative stress from iron overload and oxidative stress from oxalate overload 
um, to get into the biochemistry just very, very briefly, um, it stimulates an enzyme called NOx. Um, and uh, one of the things that nitric oxide will do is decrease activity of NOx. So it's kind of like putting the brakes on the runaway train that you already have going on um, by supporting that. And as we get older, we lose our ability to make nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is an amazing um, chemical modulator that will tell the immune system to work properly, to not go out of, out of kilter, to be you know, vasodilating and, and, and healing. Um, so awesome stuff. So as far as um, depending on when whoever's listening to this interview, um, you will probably have the certification all finished with. But for now, we're in the process of doing the Katsu certifying. And then once that's done, what will that like, how does that work? You're going to be a Katsu coach? Like what is what does that consist of? Uh, I would probably start a practice uh, and be a Katsu trainer. Also, I'm looking into nutritional therapy. And you know, uh, counseling uh, as a you know, uh, you know, it may take me a few years to get all this certification, but I plan on living a long time. You know, so uh, right. Well, not only that, I mean, the best certification is the practical know-how. Sure. Right, and 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 having your own story of of being down and out, literally on your on your you know back, and not not knowing that was you. Um, to um, feeling great um, and identifying with other people that wouldn't necessarily want to talk to me because like you, they're intimidated to talk to doctors, right? But if I could talk to Joe, who, who knows like what it is to feel this way um, and, and can help me with what I do. So would that be something, Joe, that if, if once you are certified and you can consult with people and teach them how to get their health back in the way, you know, that identify with some of the similar things that you were dealing with, they'd have to see you in person or can, can they work with you over the internet? How would that work? Yeah, well, it would have to be a personal thing because you have to have the, you have to have the, uh, the machine, the, the costume, uh, machine to the, right. the new bands to put on but uh, you know i could always give uh, you know point someone in the right direction gotcha yeah and i asked you if it was okay if you would share your contact information even though you're not certified now just ask you questions or you know if they did want to work with you once you are certified how, how would they get in contact with you you could email me at joefleck34 at gmail.com you could put that in the show notes if you'd like if you have show okay. notes, I don't, I don't know how to Yeah, yeah, no, I do. I do the show notes too. So, um, yeah, so joefleck34 at gmail.com, did you say? Correct. That's correct. Okay, okay, great. So as far as, um, was there any major ahas or any major like um, biohacks that you would say worked best for you above and beyond just the knowledge and the coaching that we did that was that really kind of you can reflect on that you would tell someone that's listening to this? Oh, good question. Good question. I, uh, and, and I have another email address, which is JoeFleckBH, because that stands for biohacking. Uh, um, I don't know. It, it's still, I'm still a, a work in progress. I, I you know, I, I just started drinking hydrogenated, hydrogenated water. You know, I, uh, I've got the filter on the shower head, you know, and uh, trying to eliminate toxins, you know, from my life and, I mean, it's it, just, again, for me, it depends on which way you want to go. There's so many, you know, 
biohacks out there that, you know, it's, it's really an individualized thing for me. You know, some things, you know, are way too expensive, you know, like a hyperbaric chamber, you know, or, or, you know, but there may be one in my future. I don't know yet. Uh, Sell a couple pieces of exercise equipment. Um, you know, uh, but I, I saw maybe a sauna. I, you know, I put a, a walk, a, a uh, infrared sauna in my uh, walk-in closet. You know, I converted it to an, and uh, that really uh, does good for, you know, detox. Yeah, so that, that's, probably, yeah. that's probably my favorite. You know, after my 30 minute workout in the afternoon, I, I sit for 30 minutes in the sauna and then go into a cold shower, you know, so the right. hot, cold, hot, cold contrast is another big fat burning, you know, uh, biohack. Right. So also too, I would probably say just being uh, enamored or really into the information part of it, right? Like listening to oh, <laughs> yeah. Green podcast. Podcasts are a big thing. I don't go a day without listening to a podcast. Right. And it's, 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 it's interesting for you. You enjoy learning and impl- implementing and, and doing, what would you say to someone that is skeptical like yeah you know i i don't know if this is for me but was really hurting and really you know um suffering with their health what, what would you say to kind of give them words of encouragement or motivation for them well be it for chicago uh, i'll use a michael jordan analogy you know arguably, arguably one of the best basketball if not the best basketball player ever even michael jordan needed a coach you know um, right. Get help. You know, I mean, we don't know it all. There's, there's so, you know, I, I've been down so many rabbit holes and, you know, it's not even been, you know, 36 months yet. November will be 36 months since I started my, you know, health journey. And uh, it seems like it's been 10 years, is, you know, uh, you know, chasing, you know, rabbit holes and, uh, you know, and learning different stuff. And, you know, and, and, and then, you know, I'll listen to a podcast and, and uh, whoever is giving the podcast will give the research where they found the, you know, their, their, and then you go, then you go to the Harvard university and, you know, chase down the research to see if the guy's, you know, telling you the truth, you know, and uh, you could just take it so many different ways. I would say, you know, one, one step at a time, you know, correct right. your diet, exercise, and, and then seek medical uh, professional help. Yeah. Yeah. And I also too, with the Michael Jordan too, I don't know how many shots he missed, but it doesn't matter. Right. Cause he, right. he, don't, he missed every shot you didn't take. Right. But right. you know, all the shots that he did take, he still missed a lot of them too. Right. And he was still the greatest. Another one of my uh, things I like to live by is knowledge is power, but action is the king, you know, knowledge is potential power action, you know, action is the king. If you don't take action, yeah. You know, and, and if you try something that doesn't work, what do you do? You know, try something else. You know, I don't have any kids, but I tell my sisters, you know, who ha- who refuse to listen to my, some of my advice, you know, you know, you've got, what happens if you, you if your son, the first time he tried to walk, if he didn't walk, would you have gave, given up? You know, no, my son's going to walk until he learns how to walk, right? Well, the same thing, you know, you, you know if you try something that doesn't work, you got to change your strategy. Yeah. That's the beauty of the just not putting your mind into the interpretation of I like a kid doesn't think when they're learning to walk like oh I stink I didn't walk like people don't like me they don't have like there's a really good book Joe it's called um, why zebras don't get ulcers and and what it talks about is 
um, say out on the Serengeti lane after, um, you know, you just have to be the faster than the slowest zebra, right? In terms of being alive. Um, but it's not like after, like say it just got chased, um, they have like a social, uh, you know, network of, hey, let's have a, um, let's have a, um, like a group meeting where we talk about, we almost got eaten from that lion and right. really how did you feel about it? And how did I feel about it? It's just, they're, they flip the switch. They're on to the next, you know, like, okay, I got to get some water. I got to, you know, I got to, and, um, and I think that's a big part of what messes us up too is, you know, that kid who walks doesn't think about, oh, like all the attachment of, the stress itself of not working out the way we wanted it to, there's not that whole mind head thing into it as well. Um, and I think you've identified that, I think, in terms of I just I want to be happy. Um, I want to help other people. I want to see how far I can push this with my own health. I'm, I'm really happy to hear where you're at. You know, it's really awesome. You know, another thing I've, I've learned is the human body is amazing and it has amazing healing powers, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, if you look, just look at the animal world, uh, I mean, we, we go to a doctor. What happens if, you know, two animals get in a fight and one guy, one animal gets hurt? They, there's no doctor. You know, they go off and lay down somewhere and heal, you know. Uh, so, you know, I, I have, uh, you know, no preceived concept, you know, of what should happen. You know, every, like I said, every day is an adventure. And, you know, I assume for the uh, possibility, you know. Right. Yeah, and I, and I think that's another good point too, Joe, is, is that um, the body is really self-healing. Just got to get out of its way. Um, and a lot of the times less is more. Like, you know, if you have less iron overload and you have less oxalate overload, um, then your body will have a better way of healing on its own. It's not like we have to teach the body how to, that's the scary thing, especially what's what's going on with today's day and age with the viral infection, no one's really talking about how to boost the immune system naturally based on healthy lifestyle and mindset. They're talking more about let's come up with this secret potion um, vaccine and we know more than the body knows and we can heal the body more than the body can. Um, when the body itself is a self-healing mechanism, you just got to give it the right information and right. that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. So. Awesome stuff, Joe. Um, any last words that you want to want to add? I mean, I, we got your email. We'll put that in the show notes if people want to look further into um, katsu training, katsu training, um, and even coaching from from the level of coaching that you can do um, at the level that you can do it when they hear this podcast. Um, any other an, uh, ending um, commentaries you'd like to add? Yeah, uh, just allow for the possibility and, and remember the past doesn't equal the future. You know? Yeah, no, that's awesome, Joe. Um, I, it's a pleasure to, you know, to work with you. I, I still remember our first call and I, I was, um, I always, you know, I, I say this, Joe, I don't like to, like, in today's day and age, especially as I get older, um, I know better now to say no more often than say yes. And I have the uh, ability to work with people that I want to. Um, I'm not going to care more than they are going to care. But I also want it to be where, like, I'm really um, excited to help because I know um, there's a couple things that are missing and this is going to make a huge difference. And if I could help him and he can help other people, I'm helping other people. 
Um, so I, I, I get that feeling as well. And I'm really proud of you with um, where you're at now. It's always a pleasure to hear and hear you talk and what you're doing. And at one point in, in our life, I'd love to see your, your toy room, so to speak, in terms of your biohacking and everything that you have going on. Actually, really actually you're going to see it this afternoon. I'm going to go do my Zoom, Zoom call on my phone. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. All right. Well, Joe, listen, I got to run, but I appreciate you helping us today, sharing us your story. Um, I'm sure the listeners are going to really resonate with it. And um, I look forward to hearing about how much better you continue to improve. All right. Thank you, Dr. Joe. All right. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for tuning into today's show. If you like what you've heard and you're interested to see if you're a good fit to work with our Adrenal Awakening program, Here's what to do next. Head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply and book an appointment to speak to our team. Here's how it works. We'll get on the phone for about 45 minutes and get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, where exactly do you want to be with your health and where are you now? Number two, what are the genetic components that haven't been discovered that are impacting your health? And number three, what are the environmental triggers that may be overlapping with these genetic components keeping you from getting optimal health? Remember, getting your energy back just won't happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make that happen. We've helped clients all over the world transform their lives, quadruple their energy, and fix their metabolism, and make the world a better place. To see if you can do the same thing, head to adrenalfatiguesociety.com forward slash apply. I'm Dr. Richard Joel Rosen and we'll talk to you soon.